Next Talk, sponsored by nexttalk.org, contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim. Every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today we're talking about pride in parenting. And not like, I'm the best parent. <laughs> that's not the kind of no, pride. No, <laughs> no, that's not the, the pride we're talking about. I'm talking about this like internal struggle pride. Mm. Like I am right. I always know what's best. Mm-hmm. And pride is a weird thing. Yeah. Just on a personal level yeah. overall, you know, it sneaks up on us. We don't realize it. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're doing well in our career or we're, you know, doing well. And we're just like, yes, we're like doing it, yes. you know, and you don't even realize. Nailed it. That you're, yes. <laughs> you don't even realize that you're becoming prideful and it's sneaking in there. Mm-hmm. And then one day you make a comment and it's like, whoa, where did that yeah. come from? It builds up. It does. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a tool Satan uses to try and get us away from God. So it's all about us. Yeah. It's all about us, not about anybody else. Absolutely. And when the pride sneaks in, it's usually kind of insidious in areas that we don't expect it. Mm-hmm. And so, it, like you said, it'll come out in a word that we say or an action or a reaction. And um, that's a great moment if you can catch yourself and realize what it is. But sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just keep moving right along. And it's the looks on our kids' faces. Our husbands' faces, our coworkers, our coworkers, or things just start not going the right way, and we realize something is off. And so often, I personally can trace it back to pride. Yeah, I've seen that look on your face before when I've said something. <laughs> <laughs> hey, same here, because you know it sneaks and in, and you're like, easily. "Whoa, sister, whoa." <laughs> You know, it's, and I've, I am struggling with, you know, learning the difference just on a personal level, learning the difference between confidence and pride. Yeah. Because confidence is good and you need to know that and you need to build that in your kids, but it crosses a line when it becomes like so much about you at the cost of everything else. Absolutely. That is the kind of, you know, so it's okay to be confident. It's okay Mm -hmm. to know what you're good at, what Mm -hmm. you're passionate Mm -hmm. about, what your Mm -hmm. gifts are, Mm -hmm. what you've been called to do. That's confidence. But it crosses a line when you start, um, you know, all about me, the attention on me, not about serving, but it's just about you getting the recognition and you being lifted up because that's not biblical. No. Well, and I struggle with that very similarly with thinking because pride and wisdom for me. Yes. Okay. They're like best friends. You know, actually they're not. They're like enemies, but they stand next to each other like best friends. They're so close where I really have learned that I have to look at my motivation for why the things I'm saying are coming out of my mouth. Mm. Where is my heart? Is it because in a humble way I want to convey something that I think will help my kids Mm -hmm. or help my friends um, that is coming out of love and a place of wisdom that is Mm God-given? Or am I trying to tell people something because I'm like, this is how it should be and this is what I think and I have walked down this road and I know better and I am right. So what's yeah. my motivation? Where is it coming from? That's that thin line for me between pride and wisdom that I'm always struggling with because I want to make sure what I'm sharing is wisdom that will help and not prideful like 
I'm right. Well, and I think that's a great way to look at it and a question to internally ask yourself before yes. you speak mm-hmm. to, to kind of check yourself yeah. and make sure that your motivation is right. And Absolutely. then it is about coming from a place of, I want to help you. I want to pass this on to you. And yeah. it's not about you glorifying yourself because you're amazing and you know the answer, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which we all laugh at, but we've all done it. Oh, we are all guilty. Yes. We are so guilty oh, of it. Oh, my yes. goodness. Um, you know, we talk a lot here about Next Talk generally, mm-hmm. about creating this culture in your home. And when you try and create this kind of culture and dialogue between your kids, you really have to look at this pride thing. Mm-hmm. Because so many times I have seen myself get caught up in, well, because I said so, yeah. or <laughs> because I know better than you. And when that may be true, mm-hmm. but when I say those things out loud, it comes across so much demeaning to yeah. my kids and my husband, too. Like, mm-hmm. I've said it to my husband before, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think we really have to look in the mirror here and be careful about this. I think this is something that Satan wants to use to create chaos in our families. And, you know, uh, I, God just gave me something right now because I think it's for me. Mm-hmm. It's not always words. Sometimes it's a look. Mm. And my kids have said this to me and my husband in the past. And so I try really hard. But I have this look sometimes. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. Or it's I, like, I know the look. You know the look. Because <laughs> I use the look, I think, on more the than radio. the words. On the radio. When I'm saying something she doesn't want me to say, I get the look. Like, sister, where are you going? <laughs> it's it's a look. And I don't even realize it. Yeah. And it, and it comes from not a good place. And so if that's you, maybe you're thinking, I don't say any of those things. Check your look. And yeah. let me tell you, the best people to help you with that is usually your husband and kids. Yeah, the people friends. you love the most. Yes. And so it, that is a humbling moment in itself when you can say, do I say things or is there a look that I give that just, you know, demeans you or shuts down the conversation? Because I don't want to do that. And sometimes I don't realize I'm doing that. And I want your help. It's hard to say. And you know what? Oftentimes, though, when you humble yourself to ask a close friend or your husband or your kids that they will come back and say to you, I've been wanting to talk to you about this. But they've been trying to find a way to bring it up where it's not rude, but it's a way to make you better. It's the iron sharpened iron friend kind of thing, you know. (laughs) Um, I know with me, it's my tone. Mm -hmm. And I have had to struggle with that because sometimes things come out and what I say is not mean. But just saying my kid's name, like Bubba, like in the tone that I do... It is like, dude, you're bugging me. Like, don't. Mm-hmm. Or, or, dude, you're stupid. Don't you know that? Like, I'm not saying that, but yes. the tone gives that. Mine too. Oh, it's and a it's struggle. awful. And so, we're, you know, we're talking about pride because if you're not willing to look in the mirror and say, I have these issues, because mm-hmm. mostly prideful people would not do that. Right then you're going to create barriers in your relationship. Absolutely. And so we really need to talk about this pride thing. Um, I'll never forget one time, Kim, we were... It was, we were doing homework. My kids were doing homework at the Kitchen Island. And I was unloading the dishwasher, making dinner, and checking my text all at the same time. You know, because we're masters of multitasking. Yes, ma'am. Uh, moms. Yeah. Um, M-O-M, masters of multitasking. Oh, I just came up with that. Well done. <laughs> Let's put that That's on a shirt. That's a cheesy t-shirt right there. That's a cheesy t-shirt. It is. Yes, <laughs> I just came up with that. But we are masters of multitasking. Um, and so I was trying to do 100 million things. And the texts that were coming through were, were helpful texts. They were next talk texts. They were like they helping were other families. Yes. yes. 
But my my 10-year-old son was doing a homework project. And at the time, he was needing help spelling a word. And I remember him saying, how do you spell this? How do you spell that? Well, you know, I'm checking text. I'm unloading dishware. Like, I got irritated. Yeah. And I was like, Bubba, give me a minute. Mm-hmm. And all went silent. Like, everything went silent. And I knew at the, in the moment, <laughs> I knew that it was bad. Yeah. Right? And so I didn't quite know how to handle it. Like, do I just apologize right there? Do I just take a minute to kind yeah. of work through what I really want to say? Because mm-hmm. I wanted it to be heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Right? And so you, 15 minutes later, he was upset. And he came to me. And he was like, this is so heartbreaking to say it. And I can't believe I have to share it on the air. He said, Mom, I'm so sorry. I was bugging you. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. I still, I mean, it happened more than a year ago. And I still cringe yeah. when I talk about it. Because I had to set him straight and be like, honey, listen, you are the most important thing. Not the dishes, not the dinner, not the yeah. text, not the phone, nothing. And so in that moment, I told him, I'm going to set up a new guideline for me. So anytime you're doing your homework from now on, my phone is not going to be in the room with us. Like it's going to be in another part of the house because your homework is more important. Like I want to help you. This is, but had I been coming from a place of pride, I don't think I would have apologized. I think I would have been like, dude, straighten up. Like this is life. We're all busy. Everybody's busy. Mm -hmm. And I know that's It's true. true. Yeah, it's true. But looking at it from the perspective of I want to build this culture in my home, I had to rise up and be humble Mm -hmm. and not be prideful Mm -hmm. and like say to him, this is not okay the way mom behaved. And when I set up tech guidelines for me, he's more apt to follow his tech guidelines. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, we're in this together kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. And so that also helps. We had a similar situation when I asked my son, um, one of my sons, uh, what's something that I could do better as a mama? You know, <laughs> that question. Hurts. Yeah, don't ask it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's, a, that's a great question to open up dialogue, but you got to be ready. You got to prepare yourself for it. I don't know that I was ready. I was like, oh, prideful me was like, I can handle it. <laughs> or he's going to say I'm perfect. Yes, <laughs> that's perfect. what we think. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And. Like, not even missing a beat. Like, he didn't even breathe a breath. It just came right out. Like, it's like he'd been waiting he'd to been say waiting. it. He'd been waiting. It was on the tip of his tongue. And he's like, you can put your phone down so you can really see me. And I was like, oh! <laughs> and here's the worst part. I thought I was doing really good at it. Because I yeah. had come to them, like, a month before and said, I'm reading this book. Um, and it's, it's talking about balance, you know, in your life with the tech world. And... Um, I was like, so we bought like a charging station and we put our phones on there. And I thought like, again, you're rocking this. I'm rocking this. I'm doing this thing. Yeah. But I really wasn't because that's the time during dinner time when I'm cooking and stuff that I'll set my phone on top of the coffee baker mm. and I can see it go off and I'll try to return the text real quick. And then, you know, the three kids are running yes. and asking questions and there's always all this stuff going on and I'm trying to do it all. And um, I wanted to respond to him in a defensive way, quite frankly. Yeah. I wanted to be like, I am doing it. Like, I'm doing the best that I can. Like, Do I you know how there. much I have coming yes. at me? Yeah. And, you know, I felt like, honestly, more than anything, I felt like he caught me. Yeah. Like, I thought I was doing well. But I knew in my gut, 
that I really wasn't doing that well. Mm -hmm. But I was like, they don't notice that I'm not doing well. So I'm just going to keep doing this thing. Um, But they were noticing. And so I felt like he caught me in the act. And so I felt super exposed and embarrassed and defensive. And I realized all that was coming from a place of pride. Because truly, if my end goal was to to be a great mama and to be a humble servant, none of that would have mattered. I would have been like, oh, thanks for letting me know. I got to work on this. So, again, I was – thankfully, all that was internal dialogue, and I was able to take yeah. a step back and say, thank you for telling me. You are so right, dude. My goodness. Help me be accountable to this. Um, and we move forward, and, you know, I struggle with it still, but he does help me. And I feel like it's those gut checks that help us stay humble. And God's Word has so much about this. Yeah. So much about humility. Yeah. Well, and – I, I like what you said, too. It just the skill of being able to cope with those feelings yeah. and not speak them out loud. That's a skill in and of itself to yeah. be able to have that internal dialogue, but not spout them out yes. because it's just going to hinder the relationship. And mm-hmm. you need to it, it, it was about you, yeah. not about what he was saying to you. Yeah. And so that's really great because then it, it sets you up for a moment where you can apologize. Yeah. And you can make it right. And that is humbling. It is humbling. And, and you know, really, that's if you think of Jesus and the word humility comes to mind. And so if that's really who we want to strive after, um, then we should be walking in a place of humility all the time. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is listener supported. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. You know, we're in here today talking about pride in parenting, and we just shared a few humbling stories mm. <laughs> where we're, we're tearing up a little bit, realizing that we get this wrong yeah. often. All the time. And, um, and you had just mentioned before we went to break that the Bible has so many things to say about this and that, you know, Jesus is the ultimate person that we want to be like. Yeah. Um, and I think we should share some of those verses because there are some great ones um, in the Bible that point us directly to this humility and not being a prideful person. Philippians 2, 3 through 6, do nothing, nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. In your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant. I mean, I think of Jesus washing his disciples' feet. Yes. You know, he was their leader. He was the one who was speaking wisdom into them. He knew. He had the answers. Mm -hmm. And he never came across like, I'm right and you're wrong. He just bent down and washed their feet and loved them and served them in humility. Um, That's a beautiful picture of what we're to be like with our family, I think. I agree. I, I think it is. It's a good visual to bring to mind every day. I I often think of when he was being cu- accused and then even on the cross and I put myself in that position. I would have been like fighting back. Yeah. I would have been like, you are crazy. Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Do you know? That's what I would have said yes. over and over, which says a lot about my pride. I know. I know. We are so human. We are so human and flawed. And I mean, from the cross, I would have been yelling down. Yeah. You know, I would have. Profanity even. <laughs> yes. 
so I'm telling you, it's to try to strive after the likeness of Christ is like a moment by moment yes. walking in humility. And, you know, there's more verses. I just want to say really quick, pick a verse. If yes. This, you know, pick a verse, write it down. Put it on your mirror in your bathroom. Put it in the car, by the coffee pot, at the kitchen table, all over your house, and just meditate on that verse through the week. And let the Lord become your filter yeah. for humility. Well, he will and, do it. And, you know, if you if you think I don't struggle with pride or whatever, have a conversation with your husband mm-hmm. and just be like, do you think I struggle with pride? Do you think I have that kind of issue? Yeah. Open that up. And if he says yes, you can't get defensive. Like mm-hmm. allow him to speak truth into you. Allow if that is. You. Yes. Yeah. It's an iron sharpened iron relationship in a marriage, too. Well, I just would like to say if you are thinking well, I don't struggle with pride, then you probably struggle with pride. I'm just going to say it. Like, if you can say that, honestly, then you probably struggle with pride. That's a really great point, Kim. That's a really great point. I've (laughs) fallen into that trap. Me too. Um, 1 Peter 5.5 says, Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. James 4.10, Humble yourselves before the Lord. That's a great one to memorize because it's easy and simple. I love Proverbs 11, too, and it reminds me what you said earlier, the difference between um, humility or pride and wisdom. Yes. And I love this verse, uh, uh, Proverbs 11, too. When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. And when you have that wisdom, it is not a shout it because you're right. Again, it's a wisdom of what you said. Asking yourself, why am I saying this? Mm -hmm. Do I want to help someone or Mm -hmm. do I want to make myself look good right here? Like, what is my motivation behind what I'm saying right now? Well, and the reason we can speak into these things is because it's been struggles for us. These are things we walk through every day. On a personal level, in our parenting, in our marriages, all of it. Absolutely. Uh, John 3.30, he must increase, but I must decrease. That's another that's memory a, verse and right that's, there. That's another daily moment by moment choice. Girl, there have been times when I am <laughs> like in a conversation, I'm saying decrease, <laughs> decrease, <laughs> because I can feel it coming out, you know? <laughs> so it's true. Like we have to walk in the Holy Spirit. That's that's going to be my new thing. Yes. When, I, when I find myself getting a little bit <laughs> prideful i'm gonna be in in that voice that you just in did. that voice yeah. decrease. decrease i can't say it the way you said it <laughs> decrease mandy it's, decrease it's a true call for help <laughs> yeah you know i mean serving our families and walk in humility it's it's hard work it's a constant re-evaluation of looking in the mirror and this is something too you know like many things we talk about You can't say, check, I don't struggle with it anymore. I got that down because it can sneak back in on you. Mm -hmm. So you always have to kind of have your guard up, just like with open communication. You know, you can't say, check, we're talking, we're good. I don't have to like initiate anything else. You know, it doesn't work that way. It's Mm -hmm. a every day trying to build this dialogue in your home. It is. And, you know, one thing I want to encourage you, because I know myself, something that I have struggled with at times is saying, well, it's true. What I'm going to say here is true and it's right. Right. And I feel confident in those things. And so we're not saying here that it has anything to do with truth or being right. All right. of that can be happening. It's in the way that you convey the truth 
and the being right that yeah. makes all the difference. And your motivation behind it. And your Absolutely. motivation behind it. You can be right as the day is long, but if you are conveying it out of a place of pride, the way it's received will be wrong. Yeah. And that's really when you've got to rely on Jesus and his message. He was right. He was truth. Mm-hmm. He had all the answers to everything. Mm-hmm. But the way he conveyed it was through love and service Absolutely. and humility in the way that he walked with people. And so um, that's what we really need to realize. You know, the other thing, too, about this whole um humility and pride thing is asking ourselves hard questions sometimes Mm -hmm. you know like sometimes we are overscheduled we've committed to too much and we're too prideful to admit that our decisions have kind of caused some chaos in our home so true it's you know because we think well this is what we do and this is how we do it and this was a good idea and I made this decision and it's the right decision and then we see our kids crying or we see them stressed and overscheduled and if we're not willing to say you know what I think we may have overcommitted here if we're not willing to admit that maybe it was a misstep then it's just a downward spiral yeah and we did a show on overscheduled and over it yep listen to that show because that helped me Mm -hmm. and I still struggle with it, you know, and especially I know it's, we're going into summertime now. And so schedules are a little bit less chaotic, but you're going to still be signing your kids up for things. Oh yeah. Don't overschedule it. This is good downtime for your family. You know, everything will start scheduling again in August. So enjoy some downtime. I have met many families in my age group that they are like, we're going to 52 camps this summer and we have signed up for a swim team and we are doing summer basketball and we are doing, and it is like every day is scheduled out. And their kids just want to stay in their PJs. Well, and sometimes you have to do that because your work schedules. Yes. But if you have the flexibility to have the downtime, you need that downtime. You just need a minute. And even if you're both working and through the week you're going, don't schedule as much on the weekends because you do need the downtime. And we do need to look in the mirror and admit when we're wrong about the scheduling thing because it's hard. It It, is. It is a middle class issue for sure. Yeah. For sure. I wanting to be involved in everything. The other question question you can ask yourself is, you know, um, am I doing everything I can to make sure that I am equipped to... <laughs> Sorry, I'm having a moment. You're having a moment. I'm having you, a moment. I'm just going to admit, I, I'm not going to be prideful right I'm now. I'm proud of you. And, and, and I was gonna, not looking at you, and I didn't catch it. Listen. And I'm not going to admit, I just lost my train of thought. Here's like, what I, here's just, what I I'm think I'm just going to humble thinking. myself before this radio. Humble yourself, sister. Lay down. Lay down on the floor. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining what you're thinking is, am I prepared? Am I prepared with my relationship that I'm walking in humility so I can teach it to my kids? Yes. Yeah. That's where I was going, Kim. You yeah. know my... You, I know We you. can read each other's <laughs> minds, finish each other's sentences. That's where I was going, but I lost my train of thought. Yeah. Well, it's one of those things. Like, if we are not willing to admit it, how can we expect that from our kids? And Absolutely. then you're like, why is my kid a jerk? Like, I, I mean, it's true. Or why can my kid not recognize when he's wrong yes. and apologize yes. to his friends, to me, whatever. Absolutely. And this needs to be modeled in your home. And I, you know, the thing that comes to mind is attitude. You know, I have a teenager and it does come up like it is. The hormones are changing. And mm-hmm. um, the first time I saw her attitude come out, um, my husband looked at me, <laughs> which probably wasn't the best thing to do in front of the kids. But he was like, she is a little Mandy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oopsie. And yo, I got so defensive. Mm-hmm. So defensive. Mm-hmm. Like, I was mad that he said it in front of the kids, which mm-hmm. wasn't appropriate. <laughs> um, but, y'all, he was right. Yeah. He was right. And it was my pride getting in the way mm-hmm. of just admitting that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of scary when we see ourselves come yes. out in our kids, oh, right? Oh, it happens you all the time. You see it and you're like, that is me. Yes. It's bad. It's the things that I like the least in my kids. Yes. And I'm like, that is me all day long. They're not modeling all the best qualities. <laughs> them, it feels like. <laughs> they pick up on all the bad stuff. Yes. And they model it. It's so true. So I really think that we need to be, yes, walking humbly in the mm-hmm. spirit with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what keeps us on track and able to look in the mirror and say, I'm not doing this right. Like mm-hmm. we are flawed. And, you know, real practically, I'll tell you, especially I think with all age kids, but with younger kids, it has helped me a lot in that moment when I feel that pride bubbling up. Like, I want to just tell you like it is and yes. I am right and I am 40. Like, I just yeah. want to say all those things is to ask questions instead and let them come to the conclusion on their own. Yeah. It helps my pride just sink back down where it needs to be. Like, yeah. well, what do you think about this? How are you feeling about it? What do you think would be the right answer here? And it gives them a chance to process and feel good about it. And it gives me a chance chance to let that pride go away and not always have to have the answer or be right well and allow the holy spirit to guide that conversation you know i feel like if you're really in tune and you're studying the word and you're praying and you're you know in tune to the holy spirit i feel like he will tell you when to when to speak up Mm -hmm. when to not talk Mm -hmm. i mean i feel that with me a lot with him absolutely you know when to ask those questions and just let them and and then as you're asking those questions sometimes to my teenager i'm praying lord let them have this revolution on their own. Yes. Like, I don't want to just dictate this to them mm-hmm. because I know the answer yeah. that's found in your word, yeah. but I want them to seek this out and you reveal yes. this to them. Yes. And and that's a moment by moment thing and yeah. a topic by topic decision, of course, but it, we always need to keep that in mind. We don't really have the answers. Even when we're right, it all comes from God's word. He is the truth. Mm. Amen, sister. Yeah, preaching it over here. Thank God for Jesus. So to create a culture of conversation in our homes is imperative, but we've got to look in the mirror first. And set technology guidelines for yourself, too. And apologize if you get it wrong. Yeah. You know, that's a hard walk one. in humility. Um, yet serve your family and love them from a place of grace, truly. We have to be humble at all times. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. You are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world. We are here with practical solutions to help you. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our free video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Next Talk.